Hey sis, welcome to The Complete Life. I'm your host V, and this podcast is for women who want to get real with their faith, know who they are, and live the complete life Jesus promised them. So let's dive in. All right, so I am so pumped for today's episode. Last time, I introduced the concept of a worldview, which is how you view the world, and that this is what you should follow as a woman of God instead of following your heart. But to follow your worldview, you probably actually need to understand what a worldview is. And if I'm being honest, I didn't know what a worldview was until a couple years ago. And I'm pretty sure there's a couple people listening to this and being like, eh, what exactly is this worldview? Can you relate? Well, you're in luck. In this episode, we'll go over the basic definition of worldview and then what that definition actually means for you. So, starting with what is a worldview? It comes from a German term, which means a particular philosophy or view of life. So basically, it's a set of core beliefs, it's your belief system, it's your mindset, and mindset meaning your outlook on the world. But still, that definition doesn't really get at what a worldview is. It doesn't really encapsulate the significance of this word. I particularly like James W. Sire's definition of the term, found in his sixth edition of his book, The Universe Next Door. And in that book, he defined worldview as a commitment, a fundamental orientation of the heart that can be expressed as a story or in a set of presuppositions, that is, assumptions which may be true, partially true, or entirely false, that we hold consciously or subconsciously, consistently or inconsistently, about the basic constitution of reality and that provides the foundation on which we live and move and have our being. Whoa, I know, that's like a huge definition. And if you're a visual learner like I am, not being able to read it off of the screen is just like, hey, wait, what V, what is that definition? I know, it's a lot. So I'm going to spend this episode breaking down that definition and the significance of that definition for you as a woman who says, I want to have a biblical Christian worldview. So let's start with the first part where it says a worldview is a commitment, a fundamental orientation of the heart. So first of all, it means that a worldview is a commitment of your spirit to what you believe. Okay. And that commitment then goes on to impact your soul, which then goes on to influence your body, basically your entire life. So this commitment of your spirit goes on to influence your soul and your body, is a commitment of your spirit to what you believe. And it's an orientation, an orientation meaning it's a position that you take on everything. And so all of your being, who you are, what you desire, your purpose, etc., all of it points, it orientates itself towards this world view. So, as a woman of God who wants to believe the biblical Christian worldview, so who wants to have a set of core beliefs that are based on God's word, God himself, 
This means that number one, you are committed to the word of God, starting with your spirit. Your spirit being is 100% committed to the word of God. And then that means that your position on any idea, any concept, any situation, any world event, any circumstance, all aspects of life, your position is the same as God's. So all of your being, who you are, what you desire, what you pursue, your purpose, all of it is guided by and oriented towards God's word, i.e. God himself. So that's one aspect of that definition worldview. Then we get into the next part of the definition, which says it's a set of assumptions. Well, what's an assumption? An assumption is a thing accepted as true. So your worldview is a set of things that you accept as true. Now, those things that you accept as true can be based on multiple different things. Think about what has the most influence over you, what has shaped your perspectives, what you've allowed to impact how you view the world. You know, a lot of people use their past experiences to kind of guide what they believe about things. So they say, well, this happened when I was a child at this age, and so this is how all people are. Think about those things that have influence over you. Your parents, your friends, the media and entertainment. Like, can I get into the media and entertainment for a little bit? Um, the way that they show marriage, even a Christian marriage. There were some things I was like, oh... That must be how a marriage is. Ooh, that must be how sex is. Ooh, that must be how being a mom is like. And like now that I'm a mom, now that I'm married, now that I have had sex, it's just like, yo, what the media was portraying was like totally not true. But it influenced me. It is what I allowed to influence my perspectives to shape how I view those different aspects of life. And so my worldview was being based on past experiences, my upbringing, my friends, media, entertainment, culture, society, history, and then maybe a dash of my faith in God. All right, be honest. Be honest with yourself. Think about it now. Is that you? Are you like how I used to be, where your worldview is based on a ton of different things? including the word of God, or maybe the word of God just ain't even part of it. Like if you really being honest, be honest, be honest with yourself. Maybe God's word isn't even a part of what you are basing your worldview on. Well, as a woman of God who says, yes, V, I want to have a biblical Christian worldview. This means that the word of God should be the only thing that dictates how you view the world that you base your perspective on. Your perspective on everything and what you believe should be based on the word of God, not your past experiences, not your parents, not your friends, not the media, not movies, not your culture, not society, not history, but your faith in God, the word of God, God himself. This actually reminds me of a verse in Mark twelve thirty which says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now love in this verse 
Here it means you should embrace the will of God. You can pretty much liken it to say that everything, all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, everything should be embracing the will of God. You are meant to prefer what God wants. You are meant to see things his way. You are meant to believe things according to his will and not your will. Your worldview should be based on the will of God. So yeah, that's the other part of worldview where that set of assumptions are. Ask yourself, what are you basing your worldview on? And then the next part of the definition, it says that a worldview is a set of assumptions that may be true, that may be partially true, or entirely false. And I told you a little bit about a few worldviews that I used to have, um, a few, sorry, beliefs that I used to have. And just because you believe something doesn't mean it's actually true. Remember when I said uh, assumptions means a thing accepted as true? Just because you accept it as true doesn't mean it's true. Okay, girlfriend. Like people think that they know the word of God and they're like, yeah, that is true. But that doesn't mean that it's actually true. Like, let's think of some assumptions that people say. So some people say, God helps those who help themselves. That is a partially true statement, a partially true assumption. Yeah, God helps people, but there's nowhere in the Bible where it says God helps those who help themselves. So that's not a true, a completely true statement. That is a belief that people have that's part of their worldview, but that is not based on the biblical Christian worldview. Even one that I had to like debunk for myself recently, where people say everyone is a child of God. Well, actually, no, that is partially true. Everyone can become a child of God. Anyone can become a child of God and call their and call God their heavenly dad. Oh, for sure. But there are requirements. There are things that they have to do to become a child of God. And that requirement is having faith in Jesus Christ. And so that was a partial truth right there. That was a partially true belief that I had for a while where I thought everyone is a child of God, but no, everyone can become a child of God, but not everyone is a child of God. Like, think about it. Think about all the things that you believe. Think about all the different ways that you think and you view things. Some of those things and some of those perspectives might be entirely false, or they might be a combination of what you've heard and what you've read and what you've seen in society mixed with the word of God and be partial truths. You got to make sure that you have a fully true biblical Christian worldview. And I'm speaking especially to people who don't believe the word of God. Anyone who rejects the word of God, whatever they believe is entirely false then because their worldview is not based on the word of God. And so any worldview that's not based on the word word of God is, is an entirely false worldview. Based on John 14, 6, the only way to having a worldview that is completely 100% true The worldview that gets you the complete life is a worldview that by faith in and has salvation through Jesus, who is the only way, truth, and life. 
And so what does this mean as a woman of God who wants to have a biblical Christian worldview? It means that you'll be able to attain a true worldview, a completely 100% true worldview by having the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth in John 16, 13, dwell on the inside of you once you give your life to Christ. And then not only will you be able to attain this true worldview, but you'll be able to maintain this true worldview by abiding in God's word so that you actually know the truth. And by knowing the truth, you are set free and free to live this complete life that Jesus died for you, found in John 8, 31 and 32. Okay, so we've gone over quite a bit. The next part of the definition is that a worldview is something that you hold consciously or subconsciously. So whether you're aware of it or not, you're always applying your worldview. You are always viewing the world according to a particular worldview. And some people are intentional about what they believe. Some people really make sure that what they believe, they are aware of it and they're purposely applying it and making sure that what they believe influences their everything, how they think, how they feel, how they how they talk, how they behave, etc. And some people just let whatever beliefs come in and out. They are not aware of what they believe and they're not aware of how their beliefs are impacting them. Which one are you? Do you even realize that you're operating according to a specific worldview? And are you sure that what worldview you're operating according to matches the biblical Christian worldview? Remember that verse in Mark twelve thirty, where it says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength? Well, as a woman of God who says she wants the biblical Christian worldview, this means that intentionally, with purpose, you are aware. So you are conscious of what you believe in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, and in your strength. And when it says heart, heart means your inner person. So your thoughts your feelings, your desires, your passions, your pursuits. In your soul, that means with your emotions, with your likes, with your dislikes, with your personality. In your mind, that means with all of your understanding and your thought about an issue, with your feelings and with your desires. And your strength, it means with your full ability. So you are consciously aware of your worldview in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, and with all your strength, so that it aligns with the nature of your renewed spirit, the Holy Spirit. You are conscious in your flesh what your worldview is, so the flesh, your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, that you are making sure that your flesh is subjecting itself to the leading of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Spirit of God. And like, honestly, when I think about this conscious or subconscious kind of thing about the worldview, it's like, yes, consciously, I'm making sure all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my mind, all of my strength is being led by the Holy Spirit to the point where it is just the Spirit living. 
It is not my flesh anymore that is the living on this earth in the sense that sin nature is dictating anything, but it is the Holy Spirit so much so dictating how my heart, how my soul, how my mind, and with all my strength, how I pursue the Word of God and making sure that I am living 100% according to my biblical worldview. But it takes intentionality to die to the flesh and make sure every aspect of your heart, soul, mind, and strength is being led by the Holy Spirit, is being led by the biblical Christian worldview. Amen? So that also means that a worldview too, if we're going to the next part, it's either held consistently or inconsistently. And how many of you have been like me where sometimes you have your worldview, your biblical Christian worldview, only in certain parts of your life. So when it comes to what you believe for your job versus health versus finances versus your clothing versus makeup versus, you know, parenting versus your marriage, um, maybe uncertain aspects of your life. Yeah, the biblical worldview is evident. It is clear you are operating according to the will of God. But in other aspects of your life, not so consistent. Some people only operate according to their biblical worldview on a certain day of the week (laughs) or a certain time of year. I call them CEO Christians, Christmas and Easter only, or Sunday, Sunday Christians where hallelujah, I know God on Sunday, but come Monday through Saturday, mm, that's a different thing. The, The biblical worldview isn't that clear. Trust me, I have done all of those things. So there is no shame. There is no condemnation. The Bible says there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So don't even start condemning yourself, girlfriend. I have been there. I have done that. There are some of us who hold our worldview consistently. And some of us who, like me, how I used to, we are inconsistent with living according to the biblical Christian worldview. Let's even talk about some people only have their biblical uh, Christian worldview with certain people. With their Christian friends, it is clear. Biblical Christian worldview come through. And then with everybody else, with their colleagues, maybe with certain family members, it ain't so clear. Or maybe certain seasons of their life. Maybe you've been in a situation where you were poor. Like, I was poor growing up. And, um... Yeah, the you were just believing in the word of God, meditating on the word of God, living your life according to the word of God. And then you got some money and things changed a little bit. You're like, oh, but God, do I have to do it this way? Because now you got some money and tithing just seems a little bit harder to do when you have to give a thousand dollars a month because you making, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars, sorry, a month. And it's like, oh, giving that $1,000 seems like a big hit because now you got some money. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest with ourselves here because I know I used to do all those things. And a worldview can be consistently held or inconsistently held. But as a woman of God who says, yes, V, I want to have the biblical Christian worldview. This means that no matter what day it is, no matter what time of year it is, No matter who you're with, no matter what season of life you're in, no matter what status in society you hold, no matter if you're at work or if you're at church or if you're at home, you always view things 
the way God views them, and you stand firmly every single moment on what you believe, which is the biblical Christian worldview, which is the word of God, which is God himself. So then this brings me to the last component of the definition, where it says that a worldview is about the basic constitution of reality. So it's a belief system about everything. Whether you apply it to everything or not, you have a belief system about everything. You know, Dr. Tony Evans says in a message that I listened to recently, he says that the word of God has a narrow scope, but a broad application. You know how some people be saying, well, the Bible don't talk about cell phones. Well, yeah, because cell phones didn't exist when the Bible was written. Or it says, well, the Bible doesn't like obviously talk about makeup. The Bible doesn't talk about, you know, in terms of step families coming together. The Bible doesn't talk about um, women in big businesses um, explicitly. The Bible doesn't talk about skinny jeans. The Bible doesn't talk about, you know, doctors and, and how they should practice and la, 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 la. I had all of those excuses too. I'd be like, well, the Bible doesn't talk about that. The Bible doesn't talk about dating. And so I guess I just need to figure it out for myself. I just need to figure it out. God doesn't really have much to say on these topics then. So I'll figure out what I should believe and what assumptions I should hold regarding these topics. But woman of God, let me tell you, that ain't the truth. As a woman of God who wants to have a biblical Christian worldview, there is a belief that you should have for everything, and it is found in the Word of God, whether it is explicitly or implicitly stated, you will find what you should believe about everything in God's Word. God has spoken about everything. There is nothing new to God under the sun. There is nothing new that is happening to you right now that has not happened to another person in some way or another. God's perspective is not changing. His perspective on things will never change because we serve a God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what he believes about a certain thing, it's not going to change. You can't add to that belief. You can't take from that belief to suit what you want to believe. Go to God. You will find it. I promise you, if you go to God and if you're willing to listen, Truly listen to what he has to say. He will tell you exactly what you should believe about that thing that you are going to him to. And so there you have it. There is the the biblical Christian worldview broken down, the definition of worldview broken down and what that means for you as a woman of God who wants to have a biblical Christian worldview. There are two more components of the word worldview that I want to get into but like for the sake of this episode and not going so long I'm going to stop here but go back take a listen to this episode really ask yourself the tough questions about you know what a biblical Christian worldview means for you as a woman of God and then we'll come back in about two weeks and we'll chat a little bit more So there you have it, sis. 
This season will be going over the ins and outs of what you believe and debunking a lot of popular sayings and thinking when it comes to how to live your best life, the complete life Jesus promised you can have. Next steps you can take, check out my website, www.completelyv.com to learn more about how I can help you get started living the complete life and for support in deepening your relationship with God. Until next time, thanks for tuning in and talk to you later.